EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we feature the band Like Astronauts, plus special guest actor Bonnie DeForest, and a Midge the Poodle sketch by guest writer Carol Silverberg. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now, Advice with Granny Ada, Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, yesterday was the last straw. I love my husband dearly, but he does not love me. Oh, he claims he does. He sounds sincere, but I know different. He puts his three children from his first marriage first. Since they have shared custody, he sees the little brats every other week for a weekend at a time. Then I do not exist. The children of the corn don't want anything to do with me. They only want their father. So my husband cuts me out. They go to amusement parks, weekend in the cities, shopping excursions, Granny Edda, I would love to go to these places, too. How can I get my loved one to take me along? The children shall get used to me. I am, after all, their new mother, whether they like it or not. Signed, Lost and Alone. Dear Alone, how delightful. You call your stepchildren brats and from the corn. You're full of love and understanding, you are. Fairy tales and movie studios have made bundles of money off the likes of you and your stereotypical stepmother qualities. Your poor husband wants to do what is right and good. The children deserve time with him. It would be lovely if you would be accepted, but with your attitude, I'm not sure I would want you in my life either, dear. Let them enjoy. Maybe you should get some step-parental counseling. 
And as a reminder, you are not their new mother. You never will be the mother to them. They have a mother. Your role should be quite different. You need to be a friend. Work on that. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh my, thank you, thank you very much. Well, Beulah, are you all set for next week? Oh my, I am as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Beulah, that's understandable. It is. Well, I know there's no turning back. The English professor who is renting my apartment for four months is already here. Well, the wheels are in motion. I know, I know. My son Polly's wedding is just throwing in a monkey wrench into my travel itinerary. I know. Is there anything I can help you with? Well, my renter, that English professor, is celebrity hungry. She's dying to meet you. Well, not a problem. Bring her over any old time. I was hoping you'd say that. She's outside on your porch now. What? I didn't even see her there. Well, she's a little mousy thing, unassuming. Call her inside. Okay. Edna! Edna, come on inside. Oh, very good. Very good indeed. <laughs> Edna, this is my neighbor, Bree, the host and founder of KB Cabaret. Oh, a pleasure, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 the pleasure's all mine. <laughs> <clears throat> well, since she is here, I have decided to bring around an English recipe. This is a favorite of mine. Uh... <laughs> These are Cornish pasties. Oh, my, these are beautiful. To my listening audience, these are gorgeous. They are in the shape of a large half-moon crescent, glistening golden brown crescent. Well, they are delicious, and history states that they are meant to be practical. Oh. Yes. No one really can prove where this idea came from, but the Cornish claim they created this dish for the tin miners in England. The pastry is thick enough to hold an entire meal inside. This way the miners could hold it in their soiled hands and not contaminate their food. <laughs> uh, oh, that is fascinating. Uh, yes. So I made this recipe my own by making it a little Beulah style. Uh-huh. I see there's an indentation in third of the pasty. That's right. There is a meal and a dessert inside the crust. You mean this pasty is a two-parter? Oh, yes. Beulah, you never cease to amaze me. <laughs> well, this is simple, really. Just fold up your favorite stew and your favorite fruit tart inside the buttery dough. I have put in a Guinness beef stew in the two-thirds part and a rump peach tart in the one-third section. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, here you are. Have a taste. Edna, would you like another one? <laughs> oh, 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 my goodness. Beulah, this is amazing. Mm. Wow. 
Beulah, you didn't bring any libations over this time. Well, dear, Edna and I drank the leftover Guinness and rum before we got here. <laughs> oh, now that explains Edna's behavior. <laughs> oh, Beulah, I feel rather ill. Oh, dear, let's run and get you out of here. Bye, Bree. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye, Beulah. N nice meeting you, Edna. Feel better. Well, I guess a little too much spirits in the morning is a little too much. We will post this spectacular Cornish pasty recipe on our new KB Cabaret app. You can download this Cornish pasty recipe and all of Beulah's recipes through kbcabaret.com. The links for the apps are now on our site. Or you can directly go to Google Play, iTunes, and Amazon apps. Search for KB Cabaret. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T. Mmm. Wow. Beulah, this is wonderful. Mmm. Mmm. She threw out my stuff. Who did what? My wife. She threw my stuff out. This doesn't sound like an emergency to me, sir. It is to me. I've told her time and time again to leave my stuff alone. Sir, that is not... But she doesn't listen. Sir, I... Then she thinks that just because I don't use it or I haven't looked at it for a while, that it should be thrown out. Or worse, donated. Sir. Donated. Can you believe that? Look, I don't want some stranger oogling my stuff. It's taken my whole life to get what I got, and some of it is going to be worth a lot of money someday. So if anyone is going to get rich off my stuff, it's going to be me, and she ain't getting a penny of it. Uh-huh. I warned her. I told her I was going to call the police. Sounds like this has happened to you before. Yeah, and I'm getting tired of it. Your wife? A few times. Mother, too, right? Yes. Favorite toys growing up? Yep. Hot Wheels cars? Yes, how could she? I love those things. Baseball cards, too, I'll bet. Seriously, I'd be a freaking millionaire right now if I still had those. Ah, damn it. Yep, I heard it all before. It's sad, I know. You know, it must be something in the DNA of all women, you think? Yes, sir, I think it is. If you don't mind me asking, what of yours did your wife throw out? My Farrah Fawcett poster. I'll send a unit right over. Who I'm having here in my studio today is Like Astronauts from our Parlor City area in Endwell, Endicott. Jean Minoya? Yes, yeah, that's correct. Yes, hello. How many of you are in the band? So there's four of us in the band. Mm -hmm. And what are their names? So I'm John, yep, and I, I uh, do vocals and uh, guitar. Okay. And my name is Trevor, and I'm the drummer for the band. Hi. And I'm Kevin, and I play bass. Hi. And now we have a fourth person who's not here with us today? That's correct, Mr. Ryan Lee. He, he adds the keyboards and extra guitar work to our uh, songs. 
We're, we're going to play the rest of the song, uh, The Best Thing, and then we'll come back and listen to another piece of yours, okay? So we'll be right back. Lovely. The Best Thing. Um, okay. Hello, this is Mitch the Poodle, and this is the segment that I call The World as I See It. Today, I would like to welcome back a special guest, Dr. Fluffy McFluffkins, PhD. Hello. 
kind Parlor City listeners. Thank you, Midge, for inviting me back. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Since there is a movie about pets and their secret lives, I thought that we could give our listeners some of our insights as well. That sounds like a brilliant idea, but we must not give away all of our secrets. <laughs> true, very true. So, Dr. Fluffy, I would like to know about the secrets of how you got a Ph.D. I am a thoroughly educated rabbit and hold a Ph.D. in fluffology. I learned much from my human. Oh, how, how so? My human is a professor. She always practices her class lessons and lectures with me. Hence, I gained a thorough education. I see. I also enhance my education when I help her with paper grading. Oh, that's awfully nice of you. Uh, how do you help her? I like to chew on the papers. Papers are great for nibbling, but not as flavorsome as bananas. I love bananas. Bananas! Bananas! Oh, oh, I, oh bananas. Oh. Oops. I, uh, I, I'm sorry. I lose control when I think of bananas. Oh, bananas. Uh, I must behave myself and act thoroughly educated. But where were we? Um, I asked the papers. Um, my human tells her students that she cannot return their homework because the bunny ate it. Huh. Oh, you scared me. I'm sorry. Could you please pick up that paper underneath me? <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's nice. Dogs don't get the blame. Do you have any subjects you like best? Besides fluffology? I like literature and theater the best. Those are great subjects. I'm, I'm sure you will have a lot to chew on. Get it? Chew. Uh, with those subjects. Do you have any favorite works? There are so many choices. It's hard to just pick a few. Let me see. Some of my favorite books include Jane Hare, The Big Friendly Flemish Giant, Canterbunny Tales, and the lion head, the witch, and the wardrobe. I'm the lion head bunny, by the way. That's why I'm extra fluffy. Those are real good books and very tasty. <laughs> what are some of your favorite theater pieces? The Most Happy Fella is a good one. There's also Hairspray, which is what male rabbits like to do. And, of course, the biggest bunny show in history, Harvey. Oh, Harvey. I bet Bree would love that show. <laughs> I wonder what she would do if she saw a six-foot rabbit. She would probably give the bunny a microphone and put him on the air. Yeah, she might. Well, we're running out of time. Are there any parting words you would like to share with our listeners? Keep reading and writing. This way, us pets can get thoroughly educated and have plenty of things for munching. And don't forget the bananas! Uh, bananas. Um, thank you, Dr. Fluffy. Let's go catch a Broadway show. Um, but not cats. You. <laughs> um, high five? Yeah, I, 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 I can't reach. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm not a six-foot-tall rabbit. Do you have any bananas? <laughs> Hi, 
I just love this place. They have the best porterhouse steak I've ever had. Can't wait to sink my teeth into that porterhouse steak. <laughs> yes, my Harvey is very stuck in his ways. Never orders anything but the porterhouse steak when he's here. Why mess with perfection? Betsy, I'm so glad you suggested we come here. It's our first time. Yes, we've heard so many great things about this place. Have the porterhouse steak, Fred. It's the best. You can't go wrong. Now, Harvey, let Fred make his own decision. The menu is huge. Good evening, folks. Can I start you out with some drinks? I'll have the porterhouse steak. Rare. Harvey, she's just taking the drink orders now. No need to rush things. Priscilla, go ahead and order a drink. Oh, I have no idea what I want to drink. What kind of beer do you have? Ma'am, we have 47 brands of select draft and bottled beer for your enjoyment. They're all listed right there on the menu. Oh, dear. Well, then maybe I'll have a glass of wine instead. Yes, yes, that's it. Bring me a glass of wine. Ma'am, our wine list contains over 300 wines from around the world. Shall I have the sommelier come to your table and make a recommendation? Just put in my order for a porterhouse steak. Hey there, Harvey. You're somewhat of a one-trick pony there, aren't you? What's that supposed to mean? Just an old expression. Keep your old expression to yourself, man. Now, how about that porterhouse steak? Harvey, don't be so rude. Priscilla hasn't ordered her drink yet. Priscilla hasn't made a decision since she decided to marry Fred. And look how that turned out. I say there, Harvey, old chap. You seem to be a bit out of sorts tonight. I'm hungry, and I want my porterhouse steak. Why don't I take your dinner orders? Yeah, you're talking. I'll have the porterhouse steak. Harvey, be a gentleman and let the ladies go first. Priscilla, why don't you order? Oh, dear, I haven't even looked at the menu yet. Uh, let's see. Here are the appetizers, and I'll skip that. Soup of the day? No, I don't like soup. Vegetarian specials? No, I like a nice piece of meat. So do I. I want a porterhouse steak. Is the spicy Cajun shrimp spicy? Yes, ma'am. That's why we call it spicy. Well, is it a little spicy or somewhat spicy or really spicy spicy? Just order that damn shrimp and let's get on with it. I can't decide between the spicy shrimp and the ribeye wrapped in bacon... Fred, what are you ordering? Oh, you know me. I'll have whatever you have, my dear. Betsy, what about you? What are you having? I'm leaning toward the New York strip steak with the loaded baked potato. <laughs> oh, that loaded baked potato sounds great. But I hate how the sour cream just plops down in my stomach like a wet blanket. Can I get that without the sour cream? Of course, ma'am. But you still haven't decided on an entree. I have. I know what I want. I don't have to look at the menu or get an opinion from everyone else at the table or pray to the gods of food. I want a porterhouse steak. Now! I just can't decide. Can you give me a few minutes, please? No! Settle down, sir. I'll go over to the next table and take care of that group that just came in, and I'll be back when I'm done. Oh, thank you. Now, Fred, you know if I eat too much shrimp past 9 o'clock at night, I have terrible heartburn and I can't sleep. If I order that, will you have some? Why, of course, my dear. Always happy to oblige my favorite lady in the world. I feel like I stumbled into a bad Hallmark movie. Harvey, you're embarrassing me. Okay, I've made my decision. 
I'll have the pasta primavera. Oh, no, dear. You know how that chicken stock makes you... Uh, how shall I say this delicately? Uh, toot your own horn? Oh, Fred, you're such a card. This is a nightmare! My stomach doesn't know whether to growl or retch. I want my porterhouse steak! Priscilla, dear, why don't you try the pork tenderloin? It's very good, with no after effects. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What do you think, Fred? Whatever you like, honey bunny. Why, Fred, you haven't called me honey bunny since our honeymoon. I'm just going to go to the bar, sit by myself, and slit my wrists. Well, now, are we ready to order? Priscilla, have you decided... Oh, this is so difficult. Come on, my dear. We know you can do it. I'm going to drop dead of hunger in the next five seconds. Wait, wait. I've decided. I'm ready to order. I'll have the veal marsala. Well, thank the good Lord and heaven for this miracle that has occurred. And I'll have the porterhouse steak. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. The group that just came in after you ordered the last porterhouse steak. What? You know how it is, sir. First come, first serve. The early bird gets the worm. He who hesitates is lost. You should have ordered that porterhouse when I was here before. Can I recommend the ground beef patty with cheese and fries? Yes, that's what I want. The ground beef patty. <laughs> We're back again with Like Astronauts. Before we play the next song, I'd like to find out, how did you guys get together? Tell me a little bit of your background. Well, I've been playing guitar for uh, probably eight, nine years prior to actually meeting up with them. I've been writing songs on my own. I've never really had like a group to actually join uh, until Kenny ended up reaching out to me over the wonderful medium of Facebook and uh, asked me to jam. So that was kind of how it all started. I went over there not knowing what to expect, and I ran into these two goons, and we've been making music ever since. So we started in July 2015. Your second album is coming out, and actually Slow Motion is part of the second album, correct? That is correct. And I understand you only have right now a working title. What is the title? Uh, Slow Motion in the Windy City. Slow Motion in the Windy City. Cool title. Um, you may be changing it, maybe not. Um, of course, we have your website linked to ours, so we'll be finding out soon. But let's listen to all of Slow Motion, then we'll talk again. Can't we, why can't we? 
while we drag our feet to the sound of changing leaves. Daytime traffic between the trees. Hold on, hold on. Are we moving slow enough? Hold on, hold on. Is this slow motion like you say? Monty, can you believe we're actually here at the Olympics? Yeah, Carrie. That RussianFemaleAthletes.com website sure turned out to be a lucky find for us. I tell you, if those two Russian female athletes hadn't paid our way over here, we'd be watching the Olympics from the couch in our underwear. I told you they'd like that picture of us in our matching flowered shirts. We're irresistible. I hope these girls are up to our high standards. Are you kidding? They're Olympic athletes. They're fit and trim and buffed. I can't wait to meet them. What are their names again? Hmm, let's see. Svetlana and Dominika. Oh, yeah. I want Dominika. I've always wanted a woman to Dominika me. 
Well, you won't have to wait long. We're supposed to meet him in just a few minutes right after the women's weightlifting competition. Women's weightlifting competition? Wow. I'm sure glad our Russian girls aren't in the women's weightlifting. <laughs> uh, Mani, didn't you say Svetlana and Dominika were figure skaters? Yeah, that's what they said in the email. Oh. Hey, Mani, I, I think the figure skaters are in the Winter Olympics. The summer, ice melts. Mmm. I never thought about that. Well, let's ask these two guards over there. Oh, good idea. Wow, those guards sure are big and beefy and scary. Yeah, even their mustaches are big. Hey, boys with the matching flower shirts. You from the United States? Uh-oh, Carrie. Those aren't guards. They're not even men. Those are our Russian female athletes. Which one, Carrie? He is for me. Uh, I'm not Carrie. Th that's him. He's Carrie. Hey, what are you talking about, Carrie? You said you wanted Dominica to Dominica you. Oh, so you, Monty. Uh, come with me, see the priest. We get married now. Married? Carrie, you marry me. Hurry, honeymoon starts soon. Uh, Monty, are you sure you read that email right? Well, you know, the email was in Russian, so maybe I lost something in the translation. Uh, look, girls, uh, we may have a misunderstanding here. No misunderstanding. You're middle husbands. We buy you tickets to the Olympics. We get married, we go to Russia, and live happily ever after. Hey, do they have ESPN in Russia? No TV. You help us train, move barbells around. If you're good, maybe we'll give you vodka. Are you sure you want to marry guys like us? Look at us. We're old and unemployed, and we're really not that bright. Gary, you're so cute. Come over here. We start honeymoon right now. Mm, maybe they're right, Dominica. We can do better. Look at the middle of the husband catalog again. Okay. They don't look like Americans in catalog anyway. They look more like moose and squirrel. So, uh, we'll just be heading back home. Nice meeting you girls. Say hi to Putin for us. What a waste of 50 rubles. Hey, Monty. Oh, that was a close one. We gotta be more careful from now on. Hey, Carrie. You have any money to buy two tickets home? No. I guess we better look for some figure skaters. Hey, good thing we still have our matching flowered shirts. Hi. Do you pulverize flies? Why, certainly. That's why I am Powder Keg Paul. Oh, good. I have flies all over the house. Well, why don't you close all the doors and windows? <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, just a little joke at the office here. Well, I don't know how they got in here, but there are like a hundred black flies in here. Is it a horse fly? No, it's not that large. Then it can't be a black fly, ma'am. Oh. It can be green, blue, yellow, striped, gray... Well, let me see. They look sort of bluish-green. Metallic, almost. Almost pretty, if I didn't hate them so much. Okay, then. Hovering around the kitchen somewhere? I guess. More on the windows. I expect you got a dead carcass somewhere. Ew. Yep, those little suckers love to hover around meats and cheese. Love dead carcasses. They are what you call a blowfly, bluebottle fly, or, as they say in Latin... Califora vomitoria. 
I see. Well, could you get rid of them for me? Well, I could try, ma'am. I can try. How much would that be? Ninety-seven fifty. For no guarantee, that's a lot. Oh, you want a guarantee? Oh, why didn't you say so? With a guarantee, it's four ninety-seven fifty, with a small return fee of one ninety-seven fifty each time. Well, that's not bad. And could you come out right away? Sure can. When? Today? Oh, that price would be for next week. If you want me to come out this week, it's fifty dollars more. And if you want it today, that is ninety-seven fifty more. I see. Well, maybe. I... Come out today. Today. Will do, ma'am. Name and address? Nancy Harris, one eighty-four Bucklefield Road, Parlor City, New York. Whoa, whoa! Slow down. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Nancy Harris, one eight four, Bucklefield Road, Parlor City, New York. Now, let me tell you a little something, ma'am. Okay. There are six types of communicating. What you're saying, what I think you are saying, what you think I am understanding, what I am understanding, what I write down, and what you think I wrote down. Huh? That's right. You talk faster than I can listen, ma'am. Oh well, I'm I'm sorry. You I'll... see, I tell that to all my kids in church and in the classroom, and all my clients whenever I'm spraying their house. Let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Do you have an iron? Well, I. Do you know what I mean by that? I. Well, you could have an iron. You could have an iron to take wrinkles out, play golf with, or smash windows with. Oh. You understand what I'm saying? I do. Thank you for that little lesson. Of course, I just need to educate. Can't have ignorant customers. Now, slow down. Thank you. I think. And, ma'am. Yes. There is no charge for that lesson. <laughs> See you soon. Have a good day. I really like this next song that we're going to be playing. It's Chicago. Tell me some background about Chicago. Oh, Chicago is an interesting one. So it was essentially about one of my sister's friends that was from Chicago. But I'll just call him Jim and Mary. I always heard the story about Jim and Mary and how. I had to come out to Chicago with my sister and meet Jim and Mary and see what it was like out there. And so I never actually met these two people, but I, I became close to them via story. And I ended up finding out that a couple months ago, Jim had taken his life, you know, after he'd broken up with Mary. So leaving Chicago is, is, is kind of symbolic of that, it's leaving the Windy City. So we're trying to kind of have like a gospel vibe to kind of orchestrate that really heavy idea in a, in a way that's digestible. Well, let's listen to this piece because it's really, well, soulful. All right, let's, let's listen. Chicago, and I'll hear from you soon. Don't you 
Don't you know the Windy City It's a little less pretty time spent without you
Right this way, ma'am. Oh, thank you. A scale? I'll take my shoes off at least. <laughs> Everybody does. Okay, 145. Good. This room, please. Okay. Blood pressure. 117 over 85. Excellent. And temp? Normal. Good. Well, now, Mrs. Smythe, the doctor will be with you shortly. Thank you, dear. A half an hour later... Mrs. Smythe? Come in, doctor. Mrs. Smythe, how are you? Well, the usual heart palpitations the once in a while, doctor. I suppose that is why I'm here for the follow-up. Yes, uh, yes, of course. Is there anything I should know? Well... I mean... You are a little gloomy this morning. Well, I suppose I'm not good at hiding my thoughts. Oh? Uh -huh. Mrs. Smythe, I need to ask you a few delicate questions. What do you mean by delicate? I mean... <clears throat> do you use needles? What? Oh, no! Very good, very good. Does your husband? What? No! Have you had any additional intimate relations aside from your husband? No! Are you aware if your husband has had any extracurricular intimate relations with other people? What? No! Doctor, I'm here because my heart is not beating right. What do these questions have to do with my heart? Well, madam, we found that you've tested positive for certain STDs. Excuse me? Sexually transmitted diseases. How, how is that possible? Oh, I understand. This is quite a shock. But life is usually on life's terms, so testing for STDs is advisable. I mean, it cannot be possible. I'm 75 years old and a minister's wife. We lead a good, clean life. Well, sometimes we do not know what the other hand does. I know my husband, Doctor. Oh, oh, my heart. My heart is acting erratically. Doctor. According to these charts, there does not seem to be anything wrong with your heart. Oh, dear. Excuse me, doctor. May I see you for a moment? What is it? Can't you see I'm busy? Well, I think you'd want to see this. Well? You took the wrong patient's chart. The chart you are looking at is for a Sheila Smith. The patient you are with is Mrs. Abigail Smythe with the heart condition. Say, is she all right? Dead. Should I call the coroner's office? No, personnel. Tell them to find another medical clerk filer. The one we have is fired. 
Now, before we hear the last selection, Heard You Fell in Love, I want to thank you, John, Kenny, and Trevor, and of course, Ryan, who's not here with us right now, of Like Astronauts, that you are on my show because I love creativity and I love natural talent, which all of you have. I could listen to these songs over and over again, and I hope the audience can too because you will be linked to our website and these songs can be downloaded and ordered. So when is the second album coming out, Slow Motion and Windy City? Working title, I know. It can change. We're going to at least try to shoot for sometime before the end of the year. Now, how many songs have you cut? We've done tracking for about four, five songs. Is there something that you want us to promote? You can promote Fred Schofield as a producer locally in the area. He's been doing a phenomenal job. I'm recording and producing us. He's currently looking for new bands, new local talent, you know, to record. He's got very high-end gear Mm -hmm. in the studio, Mm -hmm. and he's done a great job recording us, and he's very, very fun to work with. You know, he Mm -hmm. tells it like it is, and he makes sure the final product is something that both you and he can be proud of. Thank you you so much for having us. We're so happy to be here. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for coming on my show. Let's hear Heard You Fell in Love. Just clear for you to stay, but I can't feel it. 
That's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our Parlor City. Again now to KB Cabaret.